Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today is not our normal day for our normal show. Normally we're talking about financial principles, we're sharing knowledge and trying to, uh, you know, just have conversations about finance and business. But unfortunately in our country, there was some civil unrest, people, basically some treason to me, like the the, the capital was uh, bum rushed by some angry folks who feel like the election uh, was something they didn't like. So we're here to discuss what's going on in the United States today. And to do this, we of course have Sean Linda in the house. And we also brought back Mr. OG, A-Love, Arlington Forbes, to help us have this conversation about what is going on in our country. Fellas? Well, I'll say this, you know, to me, this started from the election of a black president. You know, those can challenge me on this argument, those may not, but this is all keep continue to boil that, you know, a black man was elected president and then it brought on the likes of a Donald Trump. And now what happened in Georgia, where we've had now, you know, black rising in voting, which now shows that how black votes can actually change things. And I don't think a lot of people, some people don't really like what's happening, the changes that's happening. And then we have a president that is encouraging things and encouraging things based on a lot of falsehoods that's led to a place that I would never, like I was here for 9-11 and that was tragic. That had me sitting in my chair crying for literally 12 hours because I was actually in the building when it happened. But this was a numb feeling and it was a sad feeling because as much as we joke around and I'm Canadian, American, I love this country. And I love what it stands for. And I love the democracy of this country. I love that people like myself can come here and achieve success. And to see democracy being challenged and to see people being uprising and and invading the White House when, you know, the most powerful politicians are there to certify a new elected president was really a sad moment for me that I, I I was numb, I was paralyzed. Arlington, what what were your initial thoughts of all this? I was like, holy shit. I can't believe this is happening. Like, you know, there was this expectation after the election that there were, you know, the possibility of riots. And when that didn't happen, I was like, ah, they were all talk. They weren't going to do nothing. And then to see, like, 
the election has passed. The challenge to the election has passed. Their Senate seats are all in. And now there's a riot? And it's being in, it's being induced by the guy who lost? I was just like, this is craziness. Well, the, the last thing you just said, they're being, being induced or being encouraged by the, the, the president is is really a, a trouble. That's just a, something that just bothers, I'm sure, a lot of us. It's just ridiculous. Like this office it, is supposed to be way more dignified than that. But but like, do you as, like, as, honestly, like, stop what you just said for a moment. Like there was chaos in this country and the people that were trying to resolve and get better excluded the president. Like because he's the culprit. That's how insane today was. Like they did not go to the president for advice. They're right now we're seeing what's going on in Congress, and they're not. He's not part of this. He's excluded because he's one that made this happen. That is insane. All right, so we're we're looking at this through a few different lenses. So Arlington, Sean, <laughs> let me know your thoughts on the political ramifications of what's going on in our politics, what's going on in our nation. How is this? What, what's the impact of this? Well, I think. There's two folds to this, right? And a lot of it depends on how the government's going to react to something like this. I think, okay, fold number one. What I always before today, what I always feared is that there would be this would Donald Trump would encourage a Donald Trump 4.0 down the road, meaning somebody that's maybe brighter, small, smart, a little more savvy, but has the same principles, or even and, himself coming or back even, in or 2024. Even yeah, but it would be a revised and better version because they know how to navigate. And they know what works, what doesn't work, and we'd be in a we'd be in a really tough position down the road. But I think after today, I think it was an awakening call for like what how this kind of politics doesn't play into society and what it can lead to. So I think there may be a glimmer of light by what happened today that people know, politicians know that you don't want to go down this road again. I don't think people will encourage this type of political act of activism to continue and down the road. I, I Sean seeing a glimmer of light. Arlington, what, what is your takeaway politically from this today? I, th I actually think I, I, I agree with Sean in the sense that I think this action <clears throat> showed what happens when things go too far. I think the main thing that happened is that the Republican Party was like, okay, we were behind this guy, but today his actions, putting our lives at risk, because they were on the Senate floor when he induced these people to come through the doors to state their position and to show their anger. And I think his party today said, enough, we need to distance ourselves from this guy. So I think Politically, Donald Trump's just dead in the water. Well, to his piggyback, fans will support him, but I think, you know. Well, you just took it where I want to take it, because I think, to your point, maybe the elected officials who were maybe laid down on the floor feeling like the effects of this might have been scared straight or at least realized, that, OK, this is too far. But I'm mm -hmm. wondering about just the Republican Party or the far right or just the, the divisiveness of our politics in, in terms of the voting well, at least I know at least and, five and, to seven um, Republican senators that were going to vote against the certification voted for certifying um, President Biden because of today's actions. Well, right. That's why I'm yeah. saying I agree with you guys in terms of the elected officials. I could see them. Maybe there could be a, gl a glimmer of 
this could scare them straight, but I'm, it just feels like the populace is so divided. But so, so yeah, when I look at this and I just listen and you see like footage online or on YouTube or like I know the, uh, the Daily Show does a good job of sending out reporters to talk to right deep embedded into like Trump land and, and talk to their like when you hear people talk that are hardcore Trump uh, Trump fans and Trump followers, right. the, 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 what, they, what they're saying and how they seem to feel like this is all right, I don't think that's going to change. And, and, I, I, and there's a lot of young people that are a part of this movement. So mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, where, where, do, where are we going collectively with our, the American political, like, like, people are not coming together the way that I would have hoped we are. We, we Without a doubt. Well, I would say this, like, in business, you know, we can talk a little bit about business. To really make change, you have to really go after it. And I think they have to use today to show that this action is not right. They mean and who? It, the yeah, local politicians man? and the, the people that are running, the senators, the <clears throat> governors. And they have to really take a stand and make the president accountable for these things. They have to show him by example, show the public. Like, not all are going to like what happens to him, but... It's time to take action. It's time to show, like, because I think we all know we don't want to, we, we know, let's take the elephant out of the room. He has some serious entitlement. He has some serious entitlement. And, like, what else does he, does it have to be, has to be done to show that this entitlement needs to end? To show Wait, the American public. Wait, like, the entitlement hey, of the president of the United States? Of what he can get away with and continue to do. He said it years ago that he can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and probably not go to jail. Well, he I just think- started. A, he just somebody got killed. They said there's there was blood in Capitol Hill today. Somebody died. People. I think also polit- so politically, when though, they hold him accountable. He should not be president. I always said, and I said it to you, Matt. I said it to Arlington. I said if he loses the election, you need to get rid of him right away. Not wait three months because there's we we don't know what he's capable of doing and we still got two weeks left well the process is what the process is but but for me when i think of laws yeah but (laughs) politically i think that the true issue is he's really never been a republican he's not a democrat he's just a trumpocrat he's just trump so it's like (laughs) oh it's like oh they're they'll if this is the team that's going to get my pathway to the presidency cool and then the moment things like he'll throw people under the bus he'll he's just so self serving and now the republican party is left with the fact that you did a deal with the devil because you knew he was popular and the people would vote for him so now it's like they're trying to be oh we're, this is too far they're going to try to correct the party but he's still like leading the masses like yeah everybody this is you well, now know. from a leverage perspective they realize they don't need him because they lost in georgia they don't need him, but they but they don't now have they're gonna yeah, but i don't know if that's a, i i don't know <clears throat> i kind of agree with both of you to an extent, Sean's bending the law to get what he wants. So no, put me, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you can't just remove a man. He's got to break they, a no, law. They can't. The, the 25th president. Amendment. The 25th Amendment. Yeah, but you have to prove, you have to do something crazy. Okay, is uh, that done today? Can they move your base. Okay. Yeah, today. Okay. Yeah, today, but you couldn't have done that right after the vote. Okay, rightfully so. But I, I retract what Matt. I said. I, what, okay, yes, let's retract that. And but what Matt is saying, I find interesting. Well, well, both of you, because at the end of the day, I think what America, American politics, isn't about governance. It's about a, it's a power grab. So today, those guys after, will get their shakeup. But if you are a senator from a state that's like Matt said, uh, it's far right. 
you're going to go back and still give your far right speech because you're not trying to give up your cushy Senate seat. But what I think, and this is realize- what keeps happening in America. Like people, people get in power and they're so interested in holding that power more than they are helping the populace. If they were interested in helping the populace, then they would say, listen, this isn't right. Like this isn't a fact, this is bullshit. And we need to get trying to save before their, you go, their butt, son. Save their before job. you go, son, because I, I don't really have a long point, but like to for, to accentuate Arlington's point, you could look at video footage of like Ted Cruz, of Mitch McConnell, all these people, and what they were saying about Trump before he got like they were talking hardcore greasy about him, but now all of a sudden, yep. then they turn up. Well, I'm happy you said that because that's my point. Like this is business one on one. This is strategy. They realize, okay, Donald Trump initially to them was a path to victory because they felt there was a large population of Republicans, which has been showed, and they kept throwing out numbers. 71 people voted for Donald Trump. Donald Trump has this huge following. 70 it's a, million. It's a, 70 million. It's a, it's, Republic, it's a party of Donald Trump, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. they're all brainwashed to believe that the only path to victory is to side with this man. They, they, don't, they may not even agree with him. But I think right. Georgia has showed that's no longer a path to victory. And I well, think now there's going states, to be... But- a state election and a federal those 70 million that voted for trump voted for trump yeah but what i'm saying they i understand vote i'm not mixing it but ju- what i'm saying to you in, in in theory is that they're realizing from today and from what happened in georgia what happened in the overall election is that mm-hmm. the victory is not guaranteed by siding with donald trump and i think the momentum is going to be like Especially what after today, because you don't want to be associated with what happened today in any way. And you don't want to gamble on what America is really thinking right now. I'm sure there's people that, yes, we're all pro-Trump, and maybe not a lot of them, but there's some saying right now that, no, I can't roll with this guy anymore. And I think as a politician, it's all strategy and tactic. I don't think you're going to need – Donald Trump does not – is not as – his leverage within the Republican Party has declined after today. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know talk about this in that. a week from now. Yeah, yeah like, in a week from now. Like, what do they say? Everything commands the news for 24 hours. A week I, from now, he gets out, you know, it, it, could, it could be a different song. And that's the thing about politicians right now. And I, I, they, they, they have no backbone. They'll say whatever is necessary, like Matt was outlining, in order to get elected, in order to keep their job. They don't care. And we live in a reality show, very kind of low IQ, I think, era in, in, in the world. And so Trump, out, after he gets out of office, if he starts his own network where he throws his propaganda out there and rabble rouses and get people. It becomes like, like Rush Limbaugh. Right. So anywhere. then he can get like if he has 70 million people that voted for him and Biden had 75 million people, that's still a lot of people that voted yeah. for him. So then yes. if you keep getting those people ginned up. Then the Republican politicians are trying to walk this line of like, okay, I want to distance by, well, I don't want to distance too far because I want his voters to, exactly. I want them to like me. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know where we go from here. On, on I think today was a pivotal day. I would, I had that same argument with you last week and be like, I understand where you come, but today was a pivotal day. All right, I we'll think see. Today was a pivotal day. Time will tell. What's next, Matt? Well, how, how do we think this impacts our social world? Like in terms of just. I ain't moving to the South, bro. I'm scared to go to Georgia. <laughs> I don't want to see any part of Georgia right now. I think there'll be there'll be some snipers out there looking for black people. I think like Stacey Abrams, she has to be. Hopefully, she, people around her are listening to this show. Please protect that woman. Please make sure that 
you have security around her and that she's well protected because people are going to look at her as the one that made this excellent change happen. I think now I, I, I hope that this doesn't create division, but I'm worried that there's that possibility. You know, I'm worried. Wait, amongst, create division amongst. in Georgia? Georgia has <laughs> Georgia's divided. Well, increase division. Fifty-one forty-nine. <laughs> yeah, Georgia's yeah. always been divided. I'm yeah, nervous, black people man. People holding down this the urban areas and white people holding down the peripheral areas. Been like that for a long time. But the thing I want to say is, if white people really want to start shooting, they need to start shooting suburban whites because it's suburban whites that made this this change happen. The black people were all majority of them were always going back to Obama. You go back to Obama. Bring it back to Obama. It was suburbans whites that that voted for Obama. If you go back to that, they it was Obama won. And, you know, he it wasn't. Well, it, it was a coalition. Of, of, of he, it, it's a yeah. mixture, but it was a mix. He brought out the youth. That was a big part of him. He yeah. brought out the youth who hadn't voted. But like in this case, in specifically. Stacey Abrams did a big, uh, a great job bringing out black votes because sometimes black voters become apathetic. Like, but, ah, my vote isn't going to change anything especially anyway. Especially in the midterms, like the, it's like the pre presidential elections, one thing, and then there's yeah. a fall off. But one yeah, thing, all that, the small votes, yeah. The one thing that bo socially that bothers me is I feel like, and I see this on social media a lot. There's a lot of false equivalency that goes on, like. Some of the far right will talk about false equivalency. All right, Scrabble, oh, CNN. Scrabble, right? They'll talk about the the protests that happened today, and they'll be like, "Well, you guys weren't saying this when Black Lives Matter were protesting, and like they were rioting." They'll try to make it seem like that is a the same thing happened. Where first off, the protests over the summer were a reaction to unarmed black people being murdered in the street. So people died. Yes. from our our officials there to protect and serve us. So to mm -hmm. me, a protest because of that, it's like, okay, in America, we're allowed to protest. Fine, I get it. Like, I, and I agree with it. But to, but to then say that, that when the far right's upset that, oh, we lost the election, we're going to bum rush the Capitol, break in with guns. That, that's so childish and so, like people lose elections Arlington, read them year. your line today. Read them the line today. I know, I got to tell it, Matt, you're setting me up. My line, what Arlington's I new t-shirt selling at Canvas for nineteen ninety nine. Here it goes, Arlington. Let the First world of all, know. We don't sell anything at Canvas for nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, ninety nine, ninety nine, nineteen thousand dollars. But what you're talking about, Matt, which I think is really a key social component here, even in protest, there's racism. We but people were going say it crazy. Again, say it again. You, say it again for the people that's in the even, in, even in protest in America today, highlighted the racial inequalities. If 500 black, okay, let me take it this point. If, if the three 500 of us, black the three people of us, the three had of us, attempted to bum rush the White House, there would have been way more than one dead body. That's number one. Number two, when young kids were looting sneaker stores, white people were up in arms. White people looted the White House today. Or the Capitol. The Capitol building. They looted the Capitol. They put their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. They sat in the Speaker of the House's chair. They broke windows and ran in like looters. And the hypocrisy is they called Colin Kaepernick a son of Trump, called him a son of a bitch, wanted him fired for take a, a silent, peaceful protest taking a for knee. For a knee. They for acted as if that was treasonous. 
Trump this is said cool. today, I love you all. At the end of the protest, the Capitol building had been taken over. Cops chased down. He said, I love you all. Uh, Sean, on the social side of this, what, what, what's your take? I mean, we were talking earlier, Matt, where you were just, you know, we talked about it, you know, if we get pulled over a cop, how would you react? And we were like, Arlington was defiant to say, I'm just going to do my thing. I don't care. Matt and I were like, we're going to have our hands up. We're going to make sure that they know we're aware because, you know, and to this point, I think it's one of those things we have to, and I'll go back to one of Arlington's favorite. The reality is there's a clear division and how things, how things yeah. are handled between black and white. And don't Clearly. take the elephant out the room. Because yeah, I mean, well, if there was that, that three of us, does that trying become to your new phrase? Take the elephant out of the room. There's no yeah. elephant in this room. We're all clear what we're talking about. <laughs> so there's a clear division, <laughs> and you know how do we fix this division? How do we get better with it? I don't know. I'm not sitting here with all the answers. Especially you when have there's know- 70 million to voting for Trump, 75 million voting for Biden. That's us hardcore split because even yeah. like they can allow this you know get like what do i tell my i walked in his house and i asked my kids did you guys see what happened today do you know what happened and they were like yeah we heard the white house got attacked and i'm like how does that happen dad and i'm like i don't know i don't know how they got in with how they were able to get in get through like our smash windows and and we know that if we if i walk out my door right now and smash a car window I'll be laid flat on the ground, head to the ground, looking at five to ten for you know. So I'm not understanding how they got through the. And at the end, what? when there was curfew being broken, when the same people, I saw a, a one of the looters or a terrorist. I'm going to call him a terrorist. Do a selfie with one of the officers in the White House. Well, that's okay? what I was about to say. When you said you don't like not really answering your kids. I don't know how this happened. I think part of this, and I don't know this. This is. A hundred percent conjecture, but I'm thinking about a lot of these far right militia style dudes oh, yeah. that come with their guns, and then the, the 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 officers, law enforcement. I think there's a lot of kind of seeing mirror, like seeing yourself. Was when we walk on the scene, if there's a black protest, we're seen as a, a threat or as someone to arrest. Whereas looking at these militia. I they're think looking they're, at they're, heroic. They're heroic. confused. The, a, I think, you know, I don't know. It, no, I think you're 100% right, man. I saw, I saw this guy going through one of the windows. This guy looked like he was a military dude. He was in camouflage. He had like this backpack gear on. I was like, yo, who is this dude? And I think How do you have time to put your foot line, on Nancy Pelosi's desk and write a the, note and nobody attacks you? The bottom line <laughs> here is, socially for this social discussion if you don't think there's two americas look at the what happened today in the white house yeah you're saying again there's no end it with way, your mind there's no way that if that was a of a, a throng of black people there would have only been one person down no way well what's and the, the last thing i want to say too about this black people woke up this morning disgruntled about Jacob Blake having no justice in his shooting. Right, and then we exactly. watch a, a, a 500 white people storm the, storm the Capitol and all walk out alive and, and post up across the street talking about we're not going anywhere? Yeah, Arlington, that's definitely ridiculous. And it's, it's another example of how there's two different Americas. Um, but on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with a little more Two Black Guys with Good Credit and our roundtable discussing this tragedy in the Capitol. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we are talking about all of the the mess that's going on in our nation's capital. And my question is, what's the financial impact of all this? Well, I'm going to read something to you. Okay, you go ahead. I want to read something before that was sent to me today that I thought to be very funny. And and I think a lot of it is based on perception, what they're going to think of us. And I thought this was funny. It was sent to me. And it came from a Twitter account named Mohammed Safa. He said, if the United States saw what the United States is doing in the United States, the United States would invade the United States to liberate the United States from the tyranny of the United States. I thought that was so interesting, end end quote, that the world is looking at us like as hypocrites, as like unstable like anywhere else, like any other banana republic that he keeps saying. And from an investor perspective, an economics perspective, people like investing in stability. And if the U.S. continues to show unrest, instability, then it'll be a place that's not real. People are really gonna, not going to want to do business. So we got to get better. Go ahead, Arlington. I agree with Sean to a point. But I think one of the most interesting things about today is after all this huff and puff and blow the house down, nothing changed. Biden's going to get confirmed. Trump may be out sooner than expected. And the financial markets, they don't play the day-to-day, moment-by-moment like we always think. They're down the road. They're dealing with the vaccine recovering, the vaccine being you know, prolific throughout the U.S. in April, May, June. And they're working on those far timelines. So we think this would be a tragedy, but the stock market stayed relatively the same today. Other than wow. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter stock fell, but that's this because <laughs> it closed somebody's account. Yeah, they closed Trump, and all his supporters were like, "Screw you, we're out of Twitter." Right? They may have dumped their stock, but generally the stock market changed the same. And this is why I think this conversation is interesting, guys, because this all connects. When we talk about the division, rich people are like, "Yeah, let those yahoos go through the window." 
I'll take another thousand shares of Microsoft. Or, or, or a window manufacturing company. <laughs> They're you breaking I mean? the windows. Yeah, I get the contract for that repair. <laughs> yeah, like they, they, the this, for that repair. this does not right. impact them. This will impact those people more than it will impact the general. I think the general economy of the United States is it's going to be relatively the same. You know what's funny about that point, Arlington, is, and, and I think a lot of us have seen the point I'm going to make, but it's like how the, the discourse and the partisan, the hardcore fights between the right and the left or the extreme right and the extreme left and just back and forth, the arguing and the, the but a lot of times the people that are doing all this fighting, the, the lower level people, not the 1%, but the rest of us, mm-hmm. like fighting so hard for Trump, but these policies, like you're not really even benefit. It's like we're fighting for stuff and we're all in the, we're all in the toilet yeah. <laughs> fighting. And it's like, wait yeah. a minute, what's going yeah. on? Like. It should be some of these policies should just be across the board, like healthcare or making sure people have a livable wage. Like those should just be universal. Why would I want someone to not have healthcare or not have a livable wage? Like why aren't there just universal truths that yeah we all agree with those things, and then we're going to disagree on some. But it's like they got us just fighting over everything tooth and nail. Meanwhile, yeah. because like that's you what said, they do. that's the what money our do. That just keeps going. going. That, that's, that's what we crazy. see in politics. We see the fights, we see the disagreements, we see the, 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 the remarks, and we see all that. We take it in, and we think we can bring it to our everyday lives. And I think, you know, somebody made a point, okay, I got it. They said, like, you know, with now the Democrats controlling the, the both the Senate and the House, it sometimes doesn't make for good politics because you also need, you know, you need a, a, a negative and a positive kind of thing, not using those terms, but just to balance each other out, to challenge each other's laws uh-huh. and so forth and, and opinions so sometimes it's not good to have one party in power i get it but if the conversation is not civil you know if the, like when we have our conversations if we're just always barking and yelling at each other what are we going to get done uh-huh. you know there has to be ground rules to democracy and how things are run and how governments a- operate and act that like if you break the, break it you're out there's not a lot of like there's too many I always say, you put too many lawyers in a room, you're going to accomplish nothing. I'm sorry. And a lot of these politicians are derivatives of lawyers and judges, and they're just there to show who's the smartest in the room and to fight on another side when they know they shouldn't be. Like Mitch McConnell now is coming back to some kind of sanity. Why? Maybe because he doesn't need him anymore. Again, that's not, to me, that's what it looks like. But to me, the real truth is you're the, right. wind, the wind is blowing that way. Oh, yeah. This is too far. Like, oh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Like, that's not. Yeah, you're right. Good. You're absolutely right. I retract. That's civil. That You made a point. Matt agrees. I agree with Matt. Saying, I retract. See, that's how things should be. Well, yeah. unfortunately, we're not. Uh, this is not the way it works, it seems, in Washington. But. We're just a simple podcast. We're just today, three black guys with good credit, just having an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope. That uh, Biden and this new administration, hopefully, there maybe I, I feel pessimistic, but and normally I'm an optimist, optimistic person. This is true. You're always optimistic. Wait, what are you pessimistic about? About our discourse, about like to me, like the 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 right and left, like to me, when you have, see a group of people storming the Capitol, like mm-hmm. what is going on in our collective? American, our psychology, like to me, I just don't, it, it doesn't bode well for our, our right now. Now, long term, I think, you know, there's ebbs and flows, but it just, to me, I'm not optimistic that we're going to all of a sudden kumbaya and everybody's 
unified. No, I don't think so. We're we're broken in a lot of ways. I agree with you. We're broken. You know what? Did you guys ever think about this? Because it just came it came to my mind. Like, you know how they say the power of the presidency? <laughs> like today kind of showed like, yo, a president could really push people to do some crazy shit. Like people get so behind their president and their belief in him and whatever he's telling them Cult of that he's like, everybody go that way. And a, a significant percentage of the population 70 million will go that way. Like I've never witnessed that in my life. You know what I mean? I've yeah, well, you can spit out stuff like that. But on like, factual, I can see if even he had what he said, he had facts and we we're just arguing like, you know, these are the facts. Those are the facts. And we're forming an opinion based on the facts. I can see what people can be divided by that. But everybody has made it clear. He, there has not been. The Supreme Court has said it. The state courts have said it. Politicians, yeah. there's not been any facts to prove anything he says. And he's proved that if you just keep saying it, people are going to believe it. Yeah. I never. I remember hearing that as a child. If you keep saying it, people will eventually people will believe, believe it. Without a doubt. Without wow. a doubt. And, and he I just, just have one question. It. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry to cut no, you. No, I was saying people. People. He just people believing it, and you know, I was gonna say this before we exit out. You know, we did a show called um, "Is America Still Great?" And you know, we were deciding whether we we're gonna air it today, and we just felt that we should have do a prelude to the show before we air it, and it really embodies a lot of the things that we're talking about today, and maybe a more type of two black guys with good credit discussion. But I just feel it was so important to voice our opinion and our concern about what's happening. And if you know, if not, it was just therapeutic for me. <laughs> hey, hey, love, you have any any final thoughts on today's uh, little roundtable conversation? My, yes, my final thought is: <clears throat> if you believe you have seen the last of Donald Trump, you have seen the last of his influence on the Republican Party. The last of his influence on the American governmental system, I have a piece of land in Florida that you will love and that's going to increase in value a thousand percent if you just buy it. Okay, okay I, one question before we exit out. Do you think he will be accountable for his actions? No. If you do, what, would ha what do you think the repercussions will be? Wait, wait, wait. Are I you saying, do, wait, wait. The, do we think he will be held accountable? Or do we held accountable. Oh, okay. Held accountable. So, Sean, what you're talking about is the 25th Amendment, and you're asking if they can invoke that and remove Trump. For anybody who doesn't know, the 25th Amendment basically allows the vice president with a majority of the cabinet support be able to remove the president. And the vice president would then act for incapacity the and then for, for remove the vice remove the president and then the vice president would take over. But the president can contest this. And if he contests it, then it's required a two-third support in the House and the Senate in order to remove him. That's, and with that, two weeks left right. and having the far right standing across the street. And senators who still come from Alabama and all right. these southern states, <laughs> I don't see this happening. This is a pipe dream. Well, my, my final word on this is, is to have a little glimmer of hope. And the more I think about it is I look at Georgia as, as something to maybe think of the change. Like Georgia has typically been a red state, but it's been getting more and more purple 
Um, but now, like watching blue. Snakes, well, it, they call it purple when it's purple, split a hybrid. Um, but now you have. Okay, I mean, it's I it's, it's a fifty-one forty-nine state. So it, every right. election, it's going to be it's you know right. I get you. Um, but but when I look at Georgia and Stacey Abrams mobilizing people and new voters and young voters and and I I do see a lot of positives in our political discourse in some regards. It's just these extremists that like this side of, of the underbelly of our politics is really just alarming. So seeing what happened today, maybe that's um, a smaller percentage than it feels. It's a loud percentage, but I'm hoping that maybe most of the country looks at this and thinks this is too far. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe, uh, like I said, looking at Georgia and what they did, watching Stacey Abrams mobilize people and people get the vote out and, and some of the wins that have happened will will overwhelm what feels crappy about what happened today. But yeah, it is pretty disappointing though. Yeah, one thing I always admired about Americans and Arlington and I talked about this a lot. You know, you could be black, yellow, Christian, Muslim, Jew. But when you come to around to messing with American democracy, Americans would gather together and fight for it collectively. So I'm hoping that today is a reflection of them understanding that, okay, our political differences have gone too far. And now that we're messing with democracy in the country that we all truly love, it's time to really do the right thing. We shall see. Hopefully people will will be able to see past the foolishness and do what you're suggesting, Sean. Good luck. (laughs) luck All right. On that note, everyone uh, stay safe. And uh, America, get it together. Let's be vigilant and and come to our, our senses and be grown up. Politics happens. Elections win are won and lost. Let's not burn down the building because of an election. Let's get it together, people. Yeah. And listen and to nice our to upcoming podcast of America's Still Great. Listen to our upcoming podcast. America, we got some surprises in there for you. What'd you say, Forbes? It's nice to be on the airways with you two goons. We love you, man. <laughs> we love you, bro. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. We, we love you. We having you. You're fam Bless for you. life. 
Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.